welcome to episode 117 of Divided by Werewolves. This is our second episode uh, in March. We have almost three full months of 2021 behind us, or the 15th month of 2020, however you want to call it. <laughs> That's the most exactly um, Mitch is everyone, here, for me, yeah. and a special guest, Mike C., Y'all know him as Jace, uh, host of the Level Playing Field podcast. Jace, so nice to have you. Uh, last we spoke was when you and I uh, did the uh, Last of Us Part Two episode. Um, yep. But uh, well, how many uh, how many listeners did you lose on that one? Uh, we actually gained. <laughs> oh, you know, even know going to come back around as soon as I'm <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima. It's coming back around. So. Yeah, we had, had to sp- bring you back. We had a spike in <laughs> listeners. Uh, that we have not been able to hold on to. Uh, so thanks for that. Um, so, <laughs> so tonight we are dedicating uh, the entire, not the entire episode, but the majority of the episode to the release of uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, uh, affectionately known or not affectionately, depending on where you stand on the whole thing, as the, the Snyder Cut uh, much like the Kraken of old, it has finally been released upon the world uh, for good or for ill. Um, good. So, <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to get into to the whole thing. But before we do that, um, one of the things the three of us have in common is we are all new PS5 owners. So uh, Mitch was lucky enough to get one. Uh, at launch because he was super special and got invited to the queue but then like any smart individual he recognized the deep and abiding thirst out in the wilderness for a PS5 and he he made money moves and he flipped that shit and made some bank as I would expect him to do Uh, Jace managed to get one uh, on a Facebook yard sale group which is like talk about flying under the radar. That's some, that's some yeah. bag alley shit right there. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it was interesting. I mean, they're like uh, just to find people. Like my wife was on this uh, yard sale group, and she's like, she's like, hey, look at this post. And I was like, huh? And it was just someone. They were like, hey, we have uh, Xbox Series S's uh, that we're selling for at cost, just because we want to help people out. And I was like, let me just message them and see if they have playstation fives and they actually did so <laughs> I'm, I'm amazed that i you know for me like my my impression of the series s I'm, I'm just amazed that it's um hard to find because it's like completely yeah. i guess if you use it as like a second my understanding of how people are using the series s is like I have Game Pass, and I want a console in the bedroom, and I don't want to have to worry about. That's exactly why I want one. Right. Exactly. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I, I, nothing I do in the bedroom is good, mm. so I certainly don't need a console in there. It's all just. I mean, the controller has <laughs> the controller has rumble features. I mean, that could. <laughs> I don't know if that'll help or hurt. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have another. My whole thing with the S is like, because Angela and I play Destiny together a lot, and if I'm in the living room, which is where the the Series X is, she's on a, a suitcase sized Xbox One in the bedroom, mm-hmm. uh, and I just feel bad. So like, if I w- were able to get a very small, because they're they're tiny. That's they the are, other thing yeah. that I, I I I dig about it. 
But, you know, if, if like, when I do get one, it'll be for the, the express purpose of it being in the bedroom so that, you know, we both have... Uh, and I think if you're if no you are overtops. if you're full on with Game Pass, like it's a perfect thing, right? If you don't care about mm-hmm. 4K and you just, you want a, a Game Pass box, it's mm-hmm. it's perfect for that. Um, you know, for for me, there's like I mean, I, I have one TV where I can I can um, I can be assured that I will have pretty much complete control over it, and if I want to play uh, anywhere else, I just like remote play to the the ipad yeah. um, man i wish that shit worked for me it, it, but so far it just doesn't yeah but um and then so yeah, i no, i i got a ps5 because um my wife and i uh had been like obsessively trying to get one and and i saw like i followed wario 64 on twitter shout out to wario 64 mm. and uh he's like they're on target and i just kept going through the list of stores like Okay, yeah. so I, I live in Lakewood Ranch, Florida, which is outside of Sarasota. Closest one to me is one University Parkway. Do that one? Nope. North Sarasota? Nope. Bradenton? Nope. Sarasota? Nope. And I just cycle through. And then I finally <laughs> got to one where it was like, cool, your order's been received. We'll let you know. And I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, like when you <laughs> do something, like, yeah. and it's the same thing. You don't even. You're just on muscle memory. You're just like refresh, 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 right? And then yeah. finally, the message was different. And thankfully, my brain was like, "Oh, yo, hold up! This is different. Don't <laughs> hit a button right now because these words are not the words that you've just yeah. seen." And my wife was like, "You know, she's like, why aren't you excited?" And I was like, "Because I don't have it. I don't trust it. Yeah, I don't trust it. Right? Exactly. Yeah. What? Who? What? MC? Don't trust it." Public enemy, right? Exactly. Public exactly. Enemy, yeah. Chuck D knew <laughs> he was smart enough 20, 30 years ago. And um, and I said, until I get the email that says it's ready for me, because we yeah. all had heard, like, you know, you don't know this shit inventory gets, like, messed right. up or whatever. And, you know, uh, they say they have it, then they don't have it. Like That was I it. And like, t- yeah. I had the exact same experience. Mm-hmm. Um when uh, when I was like, all right, I got through Christmas, which is why I had to flip the first one. Like full disclosure, it wasn't just because I could get double the money. It's like I needed the money. And uh, same thing when I started looking for him, I was like, I I didn't follow. I do follow Wario, but I had followed this one specific account. It was like PS Five in stock alerts or something on Twitter. And the day you got yours is the day I got mine. Yes, and it was the same thing. Uh, Opelika, it said three units in stock, and I'm like, good, bank, got it, like, immediately, and it was like, oh, no, there's a problem, and I was like, oh, here we go again, it's the same song and dance. Here we go Uh, again on my own page. (laughs) (laughs) So I started changing the stores, and I, so typically I would go, uh, I started big and went small, Mm -hmm. like, when I tried before, and I was like, all right, I went for Opelika first, if Opelika didn't have it, I went Noonan, I went, I'm going straight to Atlanta, I'm like, I'm I'm going, you know, because I'm thinking, if anybody's going to have it, it's going to be further away, Yeah. so I went Noonan, no, I went Douglasville, no, I went Columbus, and they're like, oh yeah, we got it, no problem, Uh, come get it, and I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. so... And so I got the, e- I, you know, I, I got the email notification. We got your order. It's not ready yet. Just hold tight. And I was yeah. like, oh, fuck, it's not there. There's right. no way there's PS5 in Columbus, Georgia right now. Right. And even when they verified, they were like, yeah, come pick it up. And I was like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to drive 
the 40 minutes and they're going to be like, it's going to be like when, when Arnold thought that toy store is going to have the turbo man. (laughs) We have booster. Yeah. (laughs) And the guys are just going to look at each other and just turn around and start cracking up. You know what? I go to get it, but fuck, she walked out. It was so funny. I had on a mask, you know, all that stuff. And I walked in the store and I showed her, you know, the QR code. She scanned it. She went to the back. She comes out, sure enough, with a PS5 in her hand. And I'm just standing there. I'm, 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 I'm composed, you know. And she looks at me and she's like, you can smile. I know you want to. And, of course, then it, I laughed because, you know, yeah. that whole thing. I was like, oh, God, I'm so embarrassed. And I'm like, oh, shit. Now the whole store is looking at me. And I'm like, oh, it's the fastest <laughs> I've ever walked back to a car. Yeah. You know, in my life. And my and they didn't put it in a bag. I was just holding the PS5 and my dumb ass parked like a quarter mile away from the store because I and didn't you, know And you would hurt your foot too, right? Yeah, yeah. So you couldn't even run if someone no. rolled up on you. I, I had to quickly limp to the car. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so for it was the same thing for me for uh, well not the same thing but like once I got the email I was like oh shit oh shit like and then my wife and I um, so my wife her company works um, like on a financial year in terms of like for their um, uh, vacation so she needs to use all her vacation by the end of March so we had a bunch of time left over and my company recently changed their policy to where. Instead of saying, well, once you've been here five years, you get an extra week vacation, they say how every year you get an extra day, and it's but mm. it's retroactive. So in August, I'll get an extra four days. And so we had mm. like saved a time with COVID. It's like normally we'd spend time to go see family, but I can't go do that. So we had a bunch of extra time. So she was like, why don't we take every Friday in March off? And I was like, that's a fucking genius idea. So Friday, we so I born on Thursday. So Friday, we went down. Uh, into Venice, and there's a we went to a, a nature park there because now I'm old and I take pictures of birds because it's what <laughs> I do. And then we went to our favorite hot dog stand, uh, Mad Dog Hot Dogs. What up, Mad Dog? Shout out to the best hot dog stand in Venice. And then we went to get the PS5, and so it was all next gen consoles and hot dog farts for all of Friday. <laughs> Well, that's the way to do it. That is the way to do it. So can I just say real quick, like, okay, so this hot dog place is fucking legit. Like, like if you get a Chicago dog, if you tell me that you have a Chicago – like, if you tell me you have a Philly cheesesteak, first thing I'm going to ask you is where the bread's coming from. Mm. And if it's not from Philadelphia, get the fuck out of there. You can call whatever the fuck you want, but it's not <laughs> if it's not, it's not a Philly cheesesteak. Okay, same thing. Like, when you tell me you have a Chicago dog, I have questions. Question number mm. one, is it a Vienna sausage? Question number two, is it a poppy seed bun? And when you tell me drag through the garden, I expect to see sport peppers. I expect to see tomatoes. Like, these are just, this is how this shit is done. In this place, they do it all. They have all these different types of hot dogs. And I've just been going down the menu. And they had one called the Yucatan. <laughs> and it was a hot dog, and it was a guacamole, lettuce, tomato cheddar cheese it did not occur to me until i got it and i opened it up and my wife went oh it's a taco i was like yeah fuck yes absolutely yes okay i felt stupid that it never occurred to me this was a taco it just was in a hot dog bun the hot dog god damn it if it didn't fucking work like, God, if it, like I treat this shit serious. Like I take the big bite. I talk about how the flavors. So, anyway, if you ever find yourself in Menace, 
uh, menace venice florida go to mad menace. dog hot dogs society they'll do you right and their fries holy <laughs> shit their fries are amazing and and they call they carry all of the doc browns sodas so you can get like a black cherry or a diet cream soda it's fucking amazing but anyway okay so we all have ps5s i've mm-hmm. played <laughs> control not the ps5 version because they remedy fucking screwed me over on saves on that mm. point. And I've played Days Gone, which mm-hmm. uh, looks amazing, <laughs> but the save system makes me weep for humanity. I've played, <laughs> I've played Astro's Playroom. And so we all have Series X's. Is that correct? Jace, you have a Series X, right? Yep. Okay, yep. so how do we feel about the PS5 in relation to the Series X 1? And 2, how do we just feel about our purchase in general so jace you're the guest i'm gonna let you go first okay uh i'm in heaven yeah uh, with both of them (laughs) (laughs) uh you know the the series x you know next generation of xbox you know i would you know plenty excited about it even though the game i played the most on it isn't a quote-unquote next-gen game that'd be cyberpunk 2077 uh and i still play that um (laughs) but uh you know, I, I, they both delivered in, you know, in my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, specifically, you know, relating to the Xbox, when they put the patch out for Destiny. Yeah. For, Yo. For Destiny 2, oh, my God. Yo, that God. shit is amazing. <laughs> I was you know, like, it, whatever, 4K, 60 frames per second. And then I played it. I was like, holy shit. This is, an, yeah. this is like a whole new game. And I'm, yeah. I'm not like, you know. I don't put the hours in the destiny that you guys do because you know Mitch does because I'm, 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 I'm like loser, a but, filthy casual. But, uh, <laughs> as Friday but, uh, night can attest. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I was just amazed that you know, like I said before, when when the developers come back to their games and they do them right, the mm. the Series X just like completely just uh, Halo Reach. I mean. I you know said this a million times on the Discord. If you haven't checked out Halo Reach on the Xbox Series X, I don't know what you're waiting for. Um, yeah, I mean, ODST I mean, yeah. ODST is not is not as impressive. I mean, mm-hmm. they didn't put as much work into that one. But Reach, I mean, definitely feels like felt like a new game, and mm-hmm. like I felt the excitement of like playing Halo again. Like you know, almost mm-hmm. like it was the first time. It was just like that like that visually that visually engaging and the sound improvements and everything else so um, I, I think for me what i did not expect and i mean looking back on it it would make sense the biggest advantage series x has was the smart delivery yep like when you mm. see what you have to do for avengers which okay straight up avengers is not worth whatever fucking dark ritual you have to do to transfer yeah. from the PS4 to the PS5. <laughs> like, it's just not worth it. But, like, in the, on the Xbox, like, you put a game in, and it just, hey, man, you want to download... Now, if you have a data cap, you're kind of fucked. But it's like, you want to <laughs> download 70 gigs worth of shit? We'll make your game look better. And you're like, yeah. And then it just fucking... <laughs> it just goes. You just... Yeah. It's like, it's... To the consumer, it's just seamless. There's mm-hmm. no thought involved. They ask you a question, you say yes, and then it just works. Whereas on the yeah. PS5, you've got to do 
like all this shit where you're figuring out and then upgrading saves or moving clouds and then you've even in the UI which version am I playing in the first place? Yeah. Yeah. It, if you had told me that that would be the thing that put like uh, the Series X as an advantage, I would not have I don't know if I would yeah. have necessarily believed it. Well, and it, you know, it's it's the thing and I I say this I said this before they ever came out. It's hilarious to me. It makes no sense how they flip-flop back and forth every E3 mm-hmm. as to, you know, when there's a new console as to which one makes these missteps and the other almost gets to make fun of them for it, you know. Uh, it's like the PS4 was so easy. It was a straightforward console. This yep. is what it is. Yep. Uh, you play your games, and that's it. And the Xbox was like, but TV and all this other shit, and you can't play used games because your games have a license and stuff. Right. And and this gen, I said from the from the begin for years, like for probably a year or two before we were getting ready for these consoles, this was Microsoft's gen to lose. Yep. Um, and and somebody and, on Twitter had said after the Avengers thing came out, it's like they like Microsoft needs to make a video same way that like placed Sony made a video that was like, here's how you share games and they just showed somebody giving somebody a game. Like <laughs> they need to make a video like that for smart delivery because like yep. just the word smart delivery, you don't know what that means, but it's like you just put the game in. Done. Yep. Yep. Uh you know so, uh, it, it, for me, uh the only kind of the I'm a slightly disappointed with the Series X only in that whole if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of mentality that Microsoft has. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it just because it's just it doesn't feel like a new console to me. Uh, See, because and, of the, the UI is yeah, so similar yeah. to their yes. last console. It's not exciting. It's not the new hotness, right? It's just, oh, yeah, this is a better version of what I already had. Right, uh, and I think that's and, the, that's the thing is like that. I love the new UI. Like I always enjoyed the UI for the um, the the PS4 over the Xbox, and so yeah. for for the you know kind of the Xbox, there's to stay the same, and then the yeah. the PS5 to have this you know UI overhaul that just makes it easier to get to what you want to do. You know, mm-hmm. streaming for me, streaming is huge. So streaming is like so much easier um to get to uh and do um you know and it just it just feels cleaner and more modern and then mm-hmm. the series x to still be the same thing i i absolutely agree yeah. with you yeah 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 I, I agree with you i mean the the ui on the ps5 is is just amazing um you know if i want to look and see you know what trophy i'm gonna get next or close to or something like that i mean it's right there Right, yeah. and then and then sometimes and, you can actually see like, okay, well, what do I do? How do I get it? Right? Yeah, and it's yeah. like, oh, you just got to do this. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, I know everyone was you know, you know, Astro's Playroom was packaged with it, and everybody was like, oh, when you first get it, you have to play Astro's Playroom. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had never played Man Eater. Uh, oh, sure. and <laughs> so when oh, I got my man. PS5, I'd already I'd already redeemed the the free Man Eater on PS Plus over the web. Yeah, because I was like, yeah. okay, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, yep. play it on the PS5. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was actually the first thing I played on the PS5, nice. and I loved it. I, mm. uh, I don't know how it looked before, but I mean, it it was it was a uh, pretty good looking game. Yeah, yeah, it's a good looking game. But it was crisp and clean and beautiful, and it's fun. And 
the uh, you know the dual sense controller with it. <laughs> Everything is just it's just awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. You I, know, mean, I for, guess it kind of gave me a false sense of security. You guys already already talked about the game itself, so I'll be brief. But kind of gave me a false sense of security because you start out as like the big shark, right? And then you go to the yeah, you go yeah. to the little shark. Yeah. So then when I was a little shark, I was like, I was like, oh, these alligators! I was like, wait a minute, what happened? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the, for me, and I and I kind of told my wife about this, and I remember, it, it you know when I so I had you know played you know, Witcher 3 on the PS4 for the longest time and went through the whole story and everything and then took a break from it and then came back to play, I think it was, whatever the first DLC was, I don't remember if that was like Blood and Wine or Heart of Stone or whatever it was, and there was a significant jump in difficulty, but yet the loading times were still the same. And I actually had to drop Mm -hmm. the game down to easy because, I mean, I was spending 90 seconds, two minutes to load up every time I died. And so, like, when Oof. you talk about how fast games load on both of these consoles, you don't realize yeah. what a quality of life improvement it is. Because it's the difference between something taking 15 seconds and something previously taking two hours. Like, control is, like, the number one. I know, like, Sean had mentioned before, Head Gamer had mentioned before about Borderlands 3, but control took forever. And I, had, I played control on yep. the PS4 Pro, and it so still took a long time. And that was even longer than on the PS4. Um, and so, like, when I booted it up on the on the PS5, even though it was the, the PS4 version, I mean, and it was so fast. And I was like, this is, I mean, it just makes things so much easier and, and, and so much to where you're you're more willing to take risks and just because I mean nobody wants to spend if you only have an hour to play you don't want to spend a quarter of that on a loading screen. Yep. Um, yeah, and that's uh that's why my kids are probably going to end up with a Series S. Uh, number one because I'm tired of finding discs everywhere that they don't put the discs in the drive mm-hmm. <laughs> on their Xbox <laughs> One S anymore. They just throw them on the floor or leave them oh, out. And I'm like, oh, like, are you guys actually playing the stuff? They're like, no, we're playing the stuff because we're, you know, th- my account's on theirs as well for Game Pass, and so it's mm-hmm. like, no, we're playing, we're playing this instead. I was like, oh. It's like, well, if you guys are just playing digital stuff, don't why is this? Why do you have the discs out? <laughs> right, right. And then, then also when uh, you know, I play Forza with my kids, um, Forza Horizon Four, which uh, you know that having have a Series X and then having to go back to a, a One S for loading times for Forza Horizon Four, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, come on, it's been five minutes. What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Destiny. That was the thing. It was Destiny's so funny. Huge. Absolutely. Yeah, I almost it was almost a slightly a complaint initially on this. Like, not initially. Like, right the first time, I was like, "Holy shit, this is great!" But then, I've been playing Destiny for seven years or whatever, mm-hmm. right? So I'm used to like, all right, hit the A button, exactly. Go get a sandwich, phone, make a I drink. I can check Twitter. <laughs> you know, like I got time. Right. And they're like, so, wait, what? I got to jump right in? I'm not ready. Right. And now the game's like, oh, here you go. And I'm like, wait, no, I was no, I, was, I got Twitter to look at. I can't. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I got to get mad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. I was kind of taken aback by how, uh, you know, I knew the PS5 was big because, you know, you see it in, yeah. you see it in the store now. Oh, my I know, God. I don't know how heavy it was. And I was like, yeah. I was like, well, geez, if anybody ever breaks into the house, and I have no other options. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never seen one store. Like I just, I, I knew how big they were, 
you know, because the, the first one I never even unboxed. Like it came in, it was a big ass box, it was heavy, mm-hmm. and then it was like I sold it, and uh, I never saw the console until I got this one uh, a couple weeks ago, and. Yeah. Even knowing that it was ridiculously huge, when it's, I took it out, I was like, "Good God!" <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how how big they are. Because uh, I told my wife, I was like, "I was like, okay, the series," and I took pictures because I was like, "Here's the Switch, which is this little like screen on this little stand. Here's the Series X, which is like, okay, it's like a mini fridge on its side. And then here's the fucking 1995 Asus router, God, you know, suitcase." Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So we're all we're all happy with it. Which but at the same time, there's nothing out for either system. I was gonna say the, where the you only need to spend gripe. the money or the heartache. Like, uh, my one gripe so far with the PS5, I have one. And it's a fairly significant gripe for me. Um the one PS five game that I have, first of all, love it because like I said earlier, knock on wood. So far, I have no Bluetooth interference. So I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima. I'm loving it. I've played like 15 hours, almost mm-hmm. 20 hours so far. Like, and that's a lot for me for mm-hmm. you know a game that isn't Destiny. But I'm I'm all in on it. And the controller's working, and I'm happy. Uh, but the only PS5 game that I own is Astro's Playroom, which is again, you it's know, fun, included. Though. It is. Here's the thing: you fucking can't invert the camera. You can't. That is correct. No, no, you can't. So, I'm like, I can't. I can't play it for shit. I can't. I mean, <laughs> it fucked me up the other day because I got to the one part where it gives you the gun, the mini gun, to shoot all those things. Oh yeah. I'm fucking I'm shooting straight up in the fucking air. <laughs> I'm shooting ground, but I can't. I cannot. <laughs> I can't shoot worth a damn. As long as I don't have to shoot, I can somewhat deal with it. But like. Mm. As far as exploration and like trying to look around the map before I jump, I can't do it. I just my brain doesn't work that way. So, Astral Playroom is going to be a struggle for me. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, don't forget to grab uh, Destruction All Stars since it's free. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. To the library, I just haven't downloaded it. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So the uh, the main push uh, behind tonight's episode is the release of um, Zack Snyder's. Justice League. Now, most likely, if you listen to this show and you're into the things that we talk about, you probably already know the history of this thing. But just to give you a brief uh, rundown, so uh, so of course, you know, Zack Snyder was the director and co-writer for Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, and then um, Justice League. And um, after he had so so Warner Brothers. Uh, seemed to, seeing the success of the MCU, wanted to try to replicate that with the pantheon of DC heroes, which they absolutely should be able to do, but Mm. seemed to want to take kind of a different approach to it, but also didn't want to really take, take the time to establish individual movies for all of the, the heroes in the Justice League and then have a movie where they all come together similar to how the MCU did with, with the, the Avengers. So, uh, so mm-hmm. after, um, so by the time justice league was, was done. So, you know, Batman versus Superman kind of established, 
you know, obviously Man of Steel had established Superman, Batman vs. Superman had established Batman, and the Wonder Woman mm-hmm. movie had, had established Wonder Woman. So they said, okay, great, let's do Justice League. So right around the time after um, Zack Snyder and his wife, Deborah Snyder, who's the producer on the film, had um, <coughs> essentially submitted their kind of first cut to Warner Brothers, um, their daughter, Autumn, uh, had uh, committed suicide. Um, mm-hmm. So... At the time where they were dealing with the loss of their daughter and then Warner Brothers saying, hey, we have a bunch of changes we want to make to this movie. We're concerned about the tone. Uh, we're concerned about the, the critical and the commercial reception to Batman versus Superman. Um, uh-huh. And Zach and Deborah were just like, you know what? Like we just we don't have the mental energy right now to kind of sure. deal with this. So just we're we're out, and mm-hmm. so uh, <laughs> Warner Brothers went, "Hey, we want something that's maybe a little funnier. Who made a movie with a bunch of heroes coming together and had some jokes? Joss Whedon. Let's get him in, and he'll <laughs> finish up uh, Justice League." And what Joss Whedon ended up doing was. Um, scrapping a, a good amount of 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 footage that uh, Zack Snyder had shot, um, reworked um, uh, some 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 pretty major scenes, action sequences. Um, ended up doing some extensive reshoots, which then um, so at the time Henry Cavill was shooting uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh, for Paramount and had his majestic mustache oh, and um, the super stash. Paramount was like, nope, can't shave it. So they had to do this awful CGI to remove it from his top lip. Uh, <laughs> so what ended up happening was the the Justice League that hit theaters in 2017 was this mismatch of styles between two. I don't know if you could find two more wildly divergent right. directors uh, between Zack Snyder and Joss Whedon if you had tried. Uh, yeah. And then kind of similar <laughs> to how you know this like movie-making by committee uh, approach that they took to Suicide Squad with David Ayers where they were like, it's not funny enough, let's add more shit. And then you end up with like repeating things throughout the movie and this like tonal shifts where we would give any audience member whiplash. So you ended mm-hmm. up with a justice league that felt like a, kind of a, a, it's constantly ping ponging between two different styles, uh, trying to establish a team, but yet not servicing the members of that team well enough. Um, and it was like, it was fine. And it, I think it probably effectively marked the end of we would call what we would call the Snyderverse. So shortly yes. afterwards, and Zack Snyder was like, my name's not on it. And Joss Whedon was right. like, my name's not on it either. So you essentially right. had a movie that no one wanted. <laughs> They're like, well, who made this? Yeah, to lay claim to. And then uh, in some service, I don't know what it was. It was like uh, kind of like a trying to be a, like Vines. It was like Vero or Nemo or Vivo or some shit. I don't know. Zack Snyder was started re- kind of saying like, yeah, there's oh, actually. That, 
Vero <laughs> yeah. or some shit. Vero, that weird new yeah. uh, social media app that only he was on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it was like Parlor yeah. for Zack Snyder. Um, right. Exactly. But, you know, he was like, "There's actually like a cut, like a four-hour cut of this movie," and and so f- Zack Snyder fans. Uh, some of whom probably took things a bit too far in the same way that, if you remember, the ending of Mass Effect 3 started yep. uh, pushing for, and the hashtag release the Snyder Cut kind of came out. And it was it was essentially very passionate, vocal fans of Zack Snyder's work on the DC Universe wanting to see his version of Justice League that was his his vision, not mm. the vision that Joss Whedon and Warner Brothers had stepped in to to make. Well, so this kind of happened for years. Then while all this was going on, we had, you know, Ray Fisher kind of bringing up allegations of of, of shitty on, uh, on-set behavior by Joss Whedon, of, of, of uh, kind of... Um, uh, kind of some some racist uh, undertones by Jeff Johns and 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 uh, and and members of of uh, Warner Brothers Pictures and stuff, but then you know here comes HBO Max, so Warner Brothers uh, had their own they had the DC Unlimited which was comics and streaming service and then they had HBO Go which was just a streaming service for HBO, but then they put all that shit together. Under HBO Max, COVID hits. They're like, hey, not only are we going to like have this streaming service, but we're going to start doing when movies come out, they're going to be streaming. And what mm. they, one of the things they decided to do as a way to get subscribers is they gave Zack Snyder, who did not get paid, I want to make that perfectly clear, he did not get paid one cent to do this work. They gave him $80 million dollars. Because originally what they wanted to do is they, they said to him, just give us your cut. We'll just throw it up on HBO Max mm. as the Snyder Cut. And he was like, uh, no, like it's unfinished. <laughs> There's effect shots that aren't missing or sorry, that are missing. Like it's not a releasable thing. And he told them like, no, because you're going to just throw this up there and it's going to look like shit. And then that's going to fall on me. I'm not fucking doing it. So they gave him $80 million and they said, do what you need to do. And release your cut, your vision for mm-hmm. Justice League. And it released this past Thursday. And it is called Zack Snyder's Justice League. It is four hours long. And it is mm-hmm. Justice League, the movie, but untouched by external hands. And uh, the way that he originally... Uh, expected it to be released, including the 4-3 aspect ratio. You are not back in 1985. Those black bars on on the left and right of your screen are uh, purposeful. Uh, It is Mm -hmm. in in case this movie ever gets a, uh, excuse me, wide IMAX theater distribution. That's what uh, those those bars are for. Mm -hmm. So, um, I watched... The Snyder, I, we're, I'm just going to call it the Snyder Cut because it's easier to call yeah. it the Snyder Cut than yep. it is yep. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, I watched it over the course of Thursday and Friday, um, mm. and I am of the three of us. I think it, it's, you know, it's not. It is safe to say I am the least appreciative <clears throat> of 
Zack Snyder's work with the DC universe. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go last. But I would like okay. to hear your uh, uh, your feelings on the the Snyder cut now that it's out and in in in, mm-hmm. in the version that he kind of originally expected it to be. Right. And and Mitch, you are, I think, uh, the most. Sorry, I uh, Syria, my mm-hmm. Apple Watch wants. To, <laughs> she's like, I heard you say Snyder cut. Do you want a party? Yeah. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Exactly. So, so Mitch, <laughs> you are. Serious. I think you're the person who likes, who appreciates Snyder's version of these heroes. I think probably more than any of us on the show. So, was this like what you had hoped it would be? Like, how yeah. did you feel by it? Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, loved it. Uh, it. It it felt like. Uh, the the so so many uh ideas and 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 interpretations uh and story beats and things like that that were kind of set forth in bvs uh which i love dearly as as is no secret um i felt like uh like you know uh the the alternate timeline stuff and flash showing up oh, the, uh, the nightmares BBS. yeah the nightmare sequence and all that stuff uh him getting to flesh that out, and that's exactly what this is. This is the fleshing out of ideas that he had and he he put forth. Um, it's it's every issue I had with Justice League, and I didn't hate Justice League. Uh, I thought it was it was fine. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Uh, the Whedon version, the seventeen version. Um, but man, like when you watch that one and then watch this. Uh, and you see just how much stuff was cut, yeah. And, and it explained a lot of of the inconsistencies and the you know the things that you're expected to go with because it's a superhero movie and stuff like that. But man, getting to see uh, Zack Snyder's vision for the characters that he'd been working on for years, uh, and and getting the the character backstories and, and the growth and the you know like the getting to see the whole story like as i watched it in one sitting i couldn't turn it off like i could have watched it again as soon as it was over like mm-hmm. it uh i still had a couple of issues here and there uh with a couple of things but uh as far as this vision for and i dig Zack snyder's movies i always have uh, i like dawn of the dead i love you know, i like that I love 300. I liked Watchmen. Um, you know, I, I, I appreciate his his storytelling style and his, his kind of over-the-top and, and dark, hyper-violent kind of thing. And, and, and I, you know, and people bitch about that for, the, for his DC stuff. I feel like he reined it in a pretty good bit overall for... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's still some. Look like a parody is, getting his head saying, fucking like, splatted. You know, <laughs> sure, but I'm just saying, he, he reined it in a, a decent amount, but at the same time, like I said, I said this from the beginning, right? Like, I don't view this as the kind of movie for DC, where I think it's Marvel, you know, they kind of stick to the Marvel formula and stuff, right? Yes. But like, in, in those movies' kind of defense, it took Marvel a while for, to 
be able to make a movie, right? Because, you know, DC has Superman in the 70s, you know, Batman in the 60s, and then yeah. again in the 80s. Prior to Iron Marvel, Man, I think Marvel's Marvel had, only success had been Blade. Yeah, but previous to that, what they had, they had Howard the Duck. Like that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> prior, it, you know. So, so like, yeah. So DC had a long, you know, they had a long history. They right. had, they had Superman, Superman uh, two. You know, they had Batman, Batman Returns. Yeah. Uh, yeah, some people exactly. like the Batman with uh, um, Jim Carrey and and uh, Tommy Lee Jones. They yeah, had forever, yeah. Dark Knight, Dark Knight Returns. You know, right. uh, Dark Knight Rises. I mean, Marvel, right. literally the only successful thing they had done with their properties prior to Iron Man was Blade and Blade yep. 2, which yep. most people wouldn't even recognize as, as, as a Marvel. Even yep. comic book movies. They were just action right. movies where Wesley Snipes, who is a known action star, is this badass motherfucker who's fucking up vampires. Right. And you're like, yeah, good. I don't even know that's a comic book. Like, I just, that's... Right. <laughs> so, some, some motherfuckers so, are, are always trying to ice skate uphill. Ice skate uphill. It, it just yeah, is what it is. That, I say that so much. That is one yeah. of my most quoted lines. Like, in the, <laughs> My favorite... Okay, my life. favorite part of Blade is when he's... I forget when it is. Is he goes to the hospital and, and the cop shoots at him and he mouths... What the fuck? Yeah. Like he doesn't even say it. It like I love. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Anyway. Oh no, he said it. He he's like, what the fuck are you out of your mind? I know, but I like at one point he mouths, "What the fuck?" He doesn't actually like. I don't. I don't remember the exact. Oh, that was when uh, he was fighting. Um... He was fighting Stephen Dorff's character, and he thought he killed him. Yes. He thought he yes. like cut him in half. Yes. And he yeah. like he like came back together, and he's like, "What the?" Yeah. Yes. Yes. But see, anyway, and so that's. So that's kind of I, I feel like that's why I sort of I don't necessarily expect a Zack Snyder version of DC characters to be the spot on the comic book versions. I kind of look at it as an Elseworlds kind of thing, mm-hmm. which I know is like a huge cop out um, as far as like movies go. But for me, like getting that darker Batman, that Frank Miller kind of Batman, is amazing because I've already had you know, the other Batman, right? And and for Marvel, like, you know, Marvel, there wasn't an Iron Man before. So, like, to do, like, Zack Snyder's Iron Man right off the bat doesn't make sense. But since we've already had, you know, Adam West, we've had Keaton, like, we've had Bale, we, we've had Batman forever, right? So the darker version, uh, number one, doesn't bother me. And number two, like, I think it's fucking awesome. And, like, yeah. I, I enjoy it, Uh but you know, like all the Ray Fisher stuff, I I could absolutely see why Ray Fisher would have an issue with what came out. Yeah. Because holy sh- yes, jeez. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, he was the main character of the fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> but you wouldn't know it, you know, to watch the seventeen version. Right. Um, thought that was great. Uh, my main my main thing that I took away, and I'm I guess we're gonna spoil the Snyder Cut or whatever, but we absolutely my. Yeah. Ma- yeah, my main takeaway from the Snyder Cut outside of Cyborg was that uh, I ended up loving Ezra Miller as Flash. Yes. At the end. Because yes. when you watch the 17 and he's just he's just this kind of nerdy side cracking or, or wise cracking kind of awkward dude. Uh, he's the same way in the Snyder Cut, except the redemption and oh my god, did I love it. What do you mean like, by the redemption? So, 
he was like, you know, the fuck up and, and all that stuff. And then at the end, when it looks like they're going to lose and he's like, he's, he's hurt. And yeah. he's like, I don't like, I, I don't know if I can do this shit like this. And he's like, just fucking heal, Barry. Just heal. See, and I don't, I never took of him as being, well, we'll get into it. Sorry. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, he was, yeah. When he was just like, uh, okay, if you're going to, if you're going to break the rules, and you're gonna See, break the gonna I, break the if you're gonna break the rules. Now's the time to do it. And then he just got yeah. up and just went. See, and I never took of him as being a, f- a fuck up. And this is, I don't want to get too much into it because I I got my own. I want to go. There's parts of the Whedon cut I actually think are better, and the and the main thing that I liked from it more than I liked in um, Zach's version is that scene when they're when they have to go fight. Steppenwolf under Gotham Harbor. That mm-hmm. whole scene in the in in the seventeen version where he's like, I've never done this. I've just mm-hmm. like run fast and pushed people. Right. Right. And and Batman's like save one person. Just yeah. save one person. And then once they're safe, do it again. Like I yeah. loved that scene because to me, that was Barry. Like, Barry had never... Like, he's not a superhero. Like, Diana has been doing this since, Mm -hmm. you know, however many thousand years ago. Bruce has been doing this at this point for 20 years. Mm -hmm. Arthur's been off, you know, saving ships for however many years. Barry's all new to this. And so I loved that scene because it, it, it established that Barry was new to this and it was a real like humanizing moment for Bruce because that's the thing like when you read Batman comics it's like Bruce comes across to like the casual observer as this just like very cold and dark fear inducing um yeah you know superhero but like Bruce has a huge heart and sometimes he hides it away because he feels like it's a liability but mm-hmm. like if you read Batman and you love Batman you know how much Bruce cares for the people that he takes under his wing, either directly or indirectly. Oh, yeah. So that yeah. scene in the 17 version where he's like being like a mentor to Barry, like I love that scene. And I, I, yeah. I was sad to see it gone. And, and so I, you know, I love, and I agree with you, like, like that Barry, like, like realizing like I fucked, like not, he didn't fuck up. He didn't he just, fuck up. He just got he, taken he out doing, of the fight. Right. What and he was like, supposed like, to do? Get it together, to get Barry. Like, let's yeah. do it. But I like, I wish that both of those had been there because I think yeah. that like, if they had both been where like Barry was like scared and and got some encouragement, it would then lead to that scene at the yeah. end, and it would just make oh, it even more powerful. I would agree with that for sure. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But still, like, I, I don't know. I, and, and, and in my brain, because it's like, okay, we, we kind of got when Cyborg got that vision of how just how sideways shit was going to get. Yeah. Uh, and you saw Superman holding Batman, who had yeah. been hit by the mega beams and stuff. I was like, oh my God, that's Final Crisis. I was like, holy shit. Oh, and then, yeah. And when Barry was running. And and he got he got tagged and he got up and was running and he's like I I I have to run like harder than I, I was like oh my god it's crisis I yeah. was like oh shit he's gonna die yeah <laughs> he was gonna turn into a skeleton and it was gonna break my heart yeah I was rooting so hard for him um but then you know obviously you know he once he 
made contact with with Vic, and then he, you know, he he comes in in that scene later. I'm like, oh, thank God, because I just knew he was dead. <laughs> I was so scared. Uh, yeah, because I know, they, you know, they said when you read those dumbass articles of it's like in the original Cider Cut, Batman was gonna die. Right. And it's like, no, dickhead, that was a you know a potential future kind of thing, whatever. Yeah. All that kind of shit. I, I'm so fucking tired of clickbait articles on the internet and yeah. stuff. But uh, yeah, you definitely yeah, the best thing to do, Adam. And I'm kind of glad. Like, <laughs> like I feel about the Snyder Cut the same way I feel about like a lot of big pop, pop culture moments. Is like I'm glad it released so I don't have to hear about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way, man. And I, you know, I've kind of been on the Discord about the bullshit about all I knew as soon as it hit if it was somewhat received well it was going to be well actually this was yeah. the original you know all this shit about uh, everybody's shit on bvs and, and everything else and now all of a sudden there's all these articles about what a genius storyteller he is and i'm like yep. get the fuck out of here yeah <laughs> so, so jace how, how do you feel about it because i mean uh, you're, so- you're like i told my wife about it i was like this will be an interesting show and she's like why so <laughs> and i was like well mitch is he's a he's like he he loves the snyder stuff I, as you know, am like more than happy to call something a piece of shit if I feel it is. <laughs> I said Jace is like 100% the most positive person I have ever met in my entire life. Like even like on his own show, even when he's like kind of bringing up stuff that he's like not a fan of, he'll still mm. find a way to make it positive. And I, mm. I, I applaud you for that because I just cannot do that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so well, it's not all about me. Even on my even on my show, it's not really all about. Well, I guess it is, but still. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I have to first of all publicly apologize to Mitch because uh, I was watching it while he was at work. And I'm sitting here on my phone, <laughs> texting him. Yeah, I'm like, dude. I was like, I was like, I'm like, this, 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 and this, and then I don't remember what I. First of all, the just from beginning to end, just overall, I mean, I loved it. Um, I couldn't sit down and watch it all in one sitting because uh, I had a doctor's appointment, and then I was also supposed to be working, mm-hmm. which I, you know, was on and off. <laughs> sure. Um, but. Just from the from the beginning, um, and I didn't, I haven't watched the original Justice League in like probably a year or so. Yeah, I watched it the day before See, this I came out because that, I was like, like, I I saw it in the theater, and then I saw it uh, on my own, and I needed to watch it again. Yeah, I saw it in the theater when it came out, um, mm-hmm. but I knew it was going to be something something different and something a little bit better because first of all how it started off it didn't start out with the you know the cityscape and showing the parademon and then batman you know being yeah. there within like the first like, minute right yeah it actually yeah. started right. out at the end of batman versus superman showing yep. showing superman's sacrifice and then not only that showing like what happened how the energy like went out which into I, the I was world. honestly i was not a fan of that well, I was, I was like, I was like, okay, I was like, they're setting up something to where it's all, it's all starting, it's, it's all going to make sense to where, okay, all this energy basically went out, you know, somehow, you know, Superman's dying, or you mm. know, has been killed, and it's activating all this stuff, or is, yeah, I, you know, you know it's, it's activating the stuff. I was like, 
Uh, and the I was way like, they did that, you know, with, with sorry, I don't want to cut you off, but yeah, oh. uh, just the way they did it with it being the Superman like screaming. I didn't See, love that. I didn't my, love that my, at all. My takeaway from that, or, or what I think was probably more the cause than just Superman screaming, was like he died fighting Doomsday, which was the result of Lex fucking around with the mother box when he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Yeah, but yeah. my my the reason I didn't like that is because like I, I don't know. I just I'm, I. Like, mother boxes are like cell phones. Like, one of the things I loved about, you know, and Ray Fisher was Cyborg, who I think Ray, Ray Fisher was, like, you want to look up done dirty in the, in the fucking oh. dictionary? <laughs> you know, Ray Fisher, Justice League 2017. This poor guy, I mean, here's his big break, and he's the absolute heart and soul of this movie. Yep. It's, it's, it's most of it's left on the cutting room floor, and then he has, you know, to his credit... This this long battle with with DC and Warner Brothers, where he's you know constantly saying that like accountability is more important than entertainment, and I'm like worried this cat's never going to get a job again. Exactly. Um, and I mean, he Imagine absolutely that, right going from being the the main character in a in a fucking big budget Justice League movie and thinking, holy shit, like this is my break, and right. then what happened. Right, yeah. but 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 like, I did not like like I mean if you if you're if you're you know kind of been reading Dark Side whatever since the Jack Kirby days you know like a mother box is like a cell phone, mm-hmm. like I mean it's not like this giant thing that's gonna call it. it's just a thing, and right. to, and and to Cyborg's point in the movie it's change engine change yeah. does not have a good or bad associated with it it's just change right. Right. so it could be yep. death. To life, it could be life to death. It could be black to white. It doesn't matter. And so, you know, like this idea that these mother boxes are like these, like you know, MacGuffins that you bring them together, they're going to cause the end of the world. I wasn't a fan of that because, to me, like a mother box, it's like it's like a PDA, uh, and it just happened to be something that Doomsday and and his his you know acolytes and whatnot would use. Um, I took it as as the mother boxes, you know, being apart, the three of them. I took them as they were all part of the three of them were part of a a bigger change engine. So when and, you put them they together, yeah. they basically, you know, unity. You then you have the change engine that could basically do anything. Right, but but like that to me like they each of the mother boxes were presented as this like big kind of thing that yeah. taken together would cause this huge upheaval and and to me like well, I wasn't I wasn't a big fan of that because well I mean that was just like that was that was the the portal for dark side to enter right like that was right you couldn't do it with just one it took all three right so like the the destruction came from from apocalypse being able to enter the world through that portal right yeah, not from the I mean, mother boxes themselves. Right? Well, but the the yes. mother boxes, like the whole thing, was them being together. Like it was right. like the, the, they were they were trying to prevent, <coughs> excuse me, uh, you know, Steppenwolf from getting all three of them because that would cause unity, right. and then that would yes. right that would be the the way for for Darkseid to come. But my my point is just I wasn't a fan of mother boxes as like this kind of 
force of destruction even all together because to me it'd be like if you put three iphones together <laughs> like it doesn't matter you well, now yeah, have three like, iphones you know, like, right no historically like boom like they open boom tubes right which is how you know the yeah the apocalypse goes to other planets they open a boom tube and shit right and so essentially instead of trying to explain boom tubes in this movie they were just like well if all three come together it opens the portal right and you know and and then steppenwolf it obviously uh i guess challenged dark side for the throne uh no i mean like in this, in this and, version dark side so that's the one of the biggest differences it's like is like i was surprised so like in the original 2017 it's like steppenwolf is is the person who's um kind of like he he came to Earth originally to look for everything, and in in this version, mm. it's Dark Side, um, and so Steppenwolf was like the kind of cast out son, right? And, because and, he he challenged the throne, and right. so his. Well, do we know that was, though from this movie? Like, I never yeah, felt Desaad, like Desaad said it. Oh, he did. Okay, Desaad was like, "You were his right hand." And then you fucked up because he he challenged Darkseid, and now his. Yeah, I thought he just fucked up because he just fucked up. I didn't realize it was like any sort of. Like, no, like yeah, no. Desaad like stepped to he him. He said he's like yeah, he's like you know you 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 challenged the the Almighty, and uh, you're lucky you're still alive. And his penance was to to Convert. find planets for Darkseid to. Convert and like a hundred thousand yeah. worlds. Yeah. 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 Something yeah. like that, and so. Uh, you know, kind of going back, you know, another thing that I really liked about it that kind of got me, especially near the beginning was, you know, the whole movie I thought had like, had like the emotional punch that I was looking for from the 2017 version. Mm -hmm. And I especially noticed this at the beginning when you first see Lois going to Superman's grave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there was, you know, they showed Martha going to Clark's grave and then they showed Lois going to Superman's grave. And, you know, when she was talking to the cop and she's like, you know, you never miss a day, do you? And she's like, it's yeah. like, I like it here. And then I just felt like you really like felt like the loss mm, of like yeah. Superman. Yes. You know, that it wasn't just, you know, the world lost a hero. It was just, you know, she lost the love of her life. Right. You know, I felt like you really felt that with that. And then, you know, Steppenwolf was another thing I was impressed by in this one because, you know, in the 2017 version, you know, my thing with 2017 version was I was expecting, I wasn't expecting Steppenwolf to be like the main villain, mm-hmm. right? Right. I was expecting Darkseid. I was waiting for Darkseid. Did, did they even say Darkseid in the 2017 movie? Yeah. I think, uh, no, yeah. I think, wasn't there like a, uh, like some artwork or like something that kind of showed this outline of a character maybe or no. something? I mean, I just watched it and literally like, yeah, it's been a while for me. Yeah. No, there's, there's nothing about the 2017 version that would lead you to believe that. So like like Steppenwolf is it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, I was like, when uh, I read that, I was like, I was like, wait, Steppenwolf's the big bad in, in justice league. I was like, nobody's going to know who the hell Steppenwolf is. Yeah, but nobody's going to know who Darkseid is either. And I'm like, Who's like you know he didn't read comics or anything like that? I was like, hey, I was like, do you know who Darkseid is? He's like, yeah, he's like, he's like the guy on like the Apocalypse World, and he fought Superman all the time. I was like, okay, it's like, do you know who Steppenwolf is? He's like, you mean the music group? <laughs> yeah. I was like, no. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only I was like, to I was like, to me, I was like, like. The only way Steppenwolf works as the villain in Justice League 2017 is if it's setting up. 
dark side to come in later. Like exactly. they're doing like the, the Thanos thing where it's like, oh, there's this guy, but there's this hint of this other threat. But right. when you don't even mention that at all or hint to it at all, like it doesn't work. Right. Yeah. So when I, so when I saw him in the 2017, when I saw him in the theater, I was like, yeah, okay, that's Steppenwolf. But when I saw him this time in the Snyder cut with the armor all mm-hmm. like decked out and he, jacked he, up, and he, then he, and he then looked he like comes... a he looked like a villain in Maneater though. He looked like a super spiky <laughs> hammerhead. <laughs> but I mean, he came he came in on this one. He came in on this one just wrecking shit. Yeah, and he I came like, in hard. I was like, I was, like, I was like, oh my god! I was like, because yeah. before before I was like, yeah, okay, I was like. One of one's probably going to kick his ass. I was like, Aquaman's probably going to kick his ass. Like, and then Superman's going to come and finish him off. But when I saw him this time, I was like, I was like, holy shit, look at Steppenwolf. I was like, yeah, they're going to need Superman. Yeah, <laughs> he upped his game big time. Yeah. So, so, so my my take on this, and so, you know, I mean, I'm a huge fan of the MCU. I feel like it has its faults don't like and, and the reason i feel like i need to say that unfortunately is this like fucking weird tribalism that has sprung up between the two mm-hmm. like yep my take on all this is like you you love comics <coughs> excuse me or you don't like anybody who grew up reading comics would be just as happy to read you know a a, a you know the the newest um uh issue of batman as they would the newest issue of x-men or captain america right like this whole tribalism that's popped up between the two is is one it's just completely unnecessary like my take on this has been i enjoy the marvel movies except for the animated because the animated dc movies are fucking amazing Mm -hmm. at the same time the anime, the, the the DC TV shows, fucking Doom Patrol and Titans, yeah. like yeah. like what are you uh, Umbrella Academy, like what are you gonna put up against Doom Patrol? Fucking right. nothing. Like I loved right. Agents of Shield, but I'll put the worst episode of Doom Patrol up against the best episode of Agents <laughs> of Shield any day, yeah. and it won't yeah. even be like it'll be embarrassing. Yeah, how much better it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so it doesn't have to be a one or the other, but that's no. the fucking but internet. Here's the thing. In, in, and hold, I, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me let me let me finish. Here 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 that that's unfortunately is is the internet in in the year of our lord 2021. So that being said, like I am probably of the three of us the least uh, like I have I I have the least appreciation for this stuff and I was super impressed by a lot of parts of mm-hmm. the Snyder Cut. At the same mm-hmm. time, I said to my wife, I was like, it's too long, but not long enough at the same time. Mm. I okay. absolutely loved how they were setting up uh, Cyborg as the heart of this movie. But mm-hmm. I, he needed more time. I... Yeah. loved how they were establishing Barry in this movie, but he needed more time. Because yeah. what this felt like, you are now releasing this as a streaming service, fuck four hours. Do six. Yeah. You know? Give Barry yep. time to breathe. Give him yeah. his own episode. Give Vic 
time to breathe, give him an episode. Right? Yeah. So, like, when they finally come together at, at episode four, like, it's that time. Like, give Arthur time to breathe. Because keep in mind, at this point in time, we've only had a standalone Wonder Woman movie. Yeah, uh, uh, and Batman versus Superman. Now, well, that being said, that sequence, aside from the fact that the terrorists, their motivations, I don't, I still don't understand it. That opening no. <laughs> under or that opening Wonder Woman sequence, the difference between it and the seventeen version, night and fucking day. Yeah, mm-hmm. that and most of the time, yeah. like, like. Like I'm not a fan of Zack Snyder's use of slow motion, but I get it. But the way it worked in that sequence, not yeah. just because it's for dramatic effect, it's just that literally Diana moves at a speed that is so yeah. fast for the rest of us, but to her, it's slow motion was fucking amazing. That whole yeah. sequence, her with the terrorists, was like a, th- a million times better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I agree. The, the, I, I, be, I'll be perfectly honest. I teared up. Uh, it was it was fucking great. It was yeah. like I was like, yes. Why would you not do this? Because yeah. she is so. It's just it's fucking great. Now, when she, the, yeah, when she went to the little girl, yeah, and uh, oh, I teared up, man. I couldn't yeah. hold it back. I was so like overwhelmed with how fucking amazing that sequence was, and the, then it ended with that. Oh, it just it now, got to me. Now, the, now on the flip side. I actually, as I already mentioned before, the whole the scene with them rescuing people uh, in Gotham's underground, I, I like. Yeah. I feel like it was darker. It was more muddled. I I had a harder time kind of following it. I didn't feel like that was as good. Now, yeah. you contrast the sequence where they are assaulting uh, Steppenwolf's fortress in this version, in the 2017. Again, thank God they let the Batmobile loose. Thank God. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. That Batmobile section was rad as fuck. That whole thing was fucking fantastic. Like, like them just saying, like, okay, so that was like, you could kind of feel like, um, like you know, like the words "disaster porn" were kind of thrown around. Like Man of Steel right. came out, you felt like there was like some of a reaction. Like, and so like in like ba- like in this initial cut, they're like, "Oh, we got to rescue people." And Barry pushes a pickup truck filled with four people, and Superman carries an apartment building, and it's like, ugh. But like keeping it like just like there's nobody here. Like there's no one here. We don't have to worry about civilians. There's no one here. And the switch between having it happen as night and having it happen at day. And that whole sequence I thought was amazing. Mm. Like, let the fucking Batmobile off the leash? Are you fucking kidding me? That shit was yep. amazing. And also, like, like it pointed out, like, Bruce did what Bruce does. He goes around. He picks off the, the, the individuals that he can pick off because he knows his limitations. Yep. Let the fucking demigods go against the demigod. Yep. Right? Let yep. like let let Diana, let Superman go against him. Bruce knows like and that's the thing. It's like the Bruce is the like I always loved um uh fucking Midnighter. Like yeah. it was it was kind of meant to be like almost like a parody of of Batman, but at the same time, like Midnighter's thing was like I've played this out in my head. A thousand times, and I see where this goes, and I've done it, and 
it's not going to work out for you. Like Bruce knows when he can best be useful. So for him picking off all the parademons and disabling the defenses and everything while fucking Superman punches Steppenwolf in the face, like that fit and that whole sequence with the Batmobile was rad as fuck. And then that whole attack between... You know, and and then like you had mentioned before, you know Barry getting getting taken out of the field, but like coming, f- fucking finally like pushing past his limitations and going back in time, yep. and Vic getting that vision of holy shit, this is gonna go sideways. And Superman, I wasn't a fan of the black suit, still not a fan. Probably not gonna convince me. But that hole, he catches the fucking axe in the shoulder, and he's like, yes, he's like, get yes. the fuck I thought, out yes, of I here. I told Mitch, like, I, I texted Mitch, I was like, I was like, dude, I was like. When Superman shows up in this one, I was like, when he says not impressed, that is this year's Avengers Assemble. Yep. Mm. I was like, I was out of my, I was like, I was in my office. Nobody was home. I don't care. I was like, I was in my office, out of my chair, on the floor, jumping around. Because he he was just like, I mean, he was just about to to just like take Cyborg out. And then all of a sudden the act stopped and Superman's there and he just looks at him and goes, not impressed. And then he just starts laying into him. Yeah. I was like, yes, yes, yes. The the Whedon cut was like, I'm a big fan of justice. It's like, all right, relax. Like. Was it, but, it was just like what you say before? Is this man bothering you? I was like, really? I was like, we can do better than that. I was, I was like, apparently right. we can. And then, exactly. and then Diana with the final cut, and yeah. people are like, well, it seems like it's like, look, here's the thing. If you read Wonder Woman comics from back mm-hmm. in the day up till now, like you yep. know, there's two things about Diana. One, she has an amazing amount of empathy for people, and two, mm-hmm. she don't fucking play. No, straight up. That was one of my one of my favorite moments in, in like recent like and this I say recent. It was a few years ago, but like she was uh she was just talking uh to Batman and she was like, "There's a reason why uh my rogues gallery isn't as long as yours is, Bruce." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't they don't last long enough, and that's the thing. And I loved like okay, so there's so if I could just go like real quick beat by beat like i loved um i was actually surprised because when i watched the 2017 i was surprised there was a there's a few things there was like a number of jokes that i mm. thought would have been weeding jokes and they're actually snyder jokes yeah that i fucking loved yeah. But there's also moments like there's a moment in the in the in the 2017 version where like it's like slow motion and music and they show the homeless guy and he's like I tried and I was like oh shit and I actually roll my that was not Zack Snyder I think that was Joss Whedon going what would Zack Snyder do yeah so on the one hand you're like well if he kind of thought that's what he would do it's almost like not a parody but he just didn't get it right yeah. but there was a right. number of jokes like the whole thing with the flash where he's like i don't have a lot of friends and he asked bruce like what's your superpower and bruce is like i'm rich now yeah. i wish they had just stopped it right there because yeah. i that was more impactful but there was like a number of things that yeah. i was surprised i think that anybody who had read about these two versions going into this would be surprised at how much humor there still was. Like the whole sequence around like the bat signal where everybody leaves and yeah. and, and Barry's yes. like, well that's rude. Like that's, that's funny. Yeah. Like now that being said, 
one of my favorite lines from 17 is is after Bruce has the whole, you know, kind of button heads with Diana about shutting themselves off. And, and, mm. and Cyborg says, I ran the numbers while y'all were being an asshole. I think that's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Like, I wish that had stayed. But I think anybody who's going into this expecting there's not going to be any humor is going to be pleasantly surprised as to how much yeah. humor there actually is. Now, yeah. so that being said, okay, so... I love Diana's stuff. I love the stuff with the Amazons. It was a little bit long, but I felt like the 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 differences they showed how powerful Steppenwolf was, which was missing yes. from the 17 cut. I still hated that the fucking tribe of men just buried their shit in a hole in the ground like they had stole a duffel bag of money from the Waffle House. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I loved, you know, I, I the, introduce, the introduction of Martian Manhunter, I just, I felt was shitty. To be perfectly honest, yeah. because, yeah. you know, they're just like, Lois Lane, you need to join the world, too. And it's like, why? And the reason I say that is because I don't feel like the Zack Snyder movies had established up until this point how powerful Lois Lane is. Like I said to my wife, like I would agree with that. three, yeah. four episodes of, of Superman and Lois, which is a fantastic show on CW, has done a better job of establishing okay. what a badass yep. Lois Lane is than yep. all of the Zack Snyder movies. Um, I, I, and there's there's like a bunch of other stuff that I loved, but once the movie ended, I wish it had ended. I did not like adult, the extended epilogue, and I fucking hated the nightmare at the end because I just felt like it didn't add anything other well, than, I, than just yeah. Batman. Like, I find... Like, I like Jared Leto, like, in, you know, fucking Blade Runner 2049, he was great. Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers he was, Club, yeah. He was fucking great. I, like, this, even in Suicide Squad, it was fine. This, I just, he was just insufferable. Like, I just was like, I just, <laughs> I what do you. I love that sequence. Oh, my God, well, I hated apparently, apparently, it. Uh, apparently, Batman had enough of him, too. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he didn't yeah, do right? anything which to was, him. Which was the best part for me. He didn't do yeah. anything to him. He just said, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> right, but we also like I just that whole nightmare sequence I just I did not like and then Martian Manhunter oh, shows up and this is where like okay so like like a lot of my Batman is like Mark Wade Justice League. Like the like yeah. Tower of Babel. Like 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 the whole thing is that Batman comes up with ways to defeat every member of the Justice League and someone yeah. steals them and then yes. uses them and then he yeah, has to be right, like, right. oh shit, my bad. Turns out yeah. I don't trust any of you. Like, yeah, sorry, I love guys. that. <laughs> <laughs> because one, it shows Batman, he's got a plan for everything and two, he, like, he will fucking use it against you because at the end of the day, distrust is a huge See? part and so, yeah. so like at the end when the Martian Manhunter shows up and he's like, "Yeah, come along," and I'm like, "No, <laughs> like, this is yeah. this isn't a cheese yeah. club. It's not a book club. Like this this weird dude shows up and he's like, I'd like to be a part of it." And Batman's like, "Come aboard." He it's absolutely like, hey, fucking would not. <laughs> like, 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 no, that's just not a thing yeah, he would the do. Same time. Okay, with that logic in mind, do you not think he didn't already know the Martian Manhunter existed? How? Like, come on. 
I'm just, how? I'm just saying. I'm how just saying. It's Batman. That's how. Same reason. No. Same way. Mark Wade. Mark Wade. Mark Wade writes the character. No, he, he I mean, I, I see what you're saying, but we're all what now meant to believe that that Harry Lennox's character from Man of Steel was actually a Martian Manhunter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but Batman wouldn't know. Yeah, he knew. He didn't know. <laughs> Batman. He knew. My and my thing with that is is the it's one of my favorite scenes. It was one of my favorite scenes in seventeen. It was one of my favorite scenes in this one. And I had the same issue with both. Uh is that I don't like that Cyborg suddenly can't control himself because he perceives. Oh my himself. god, I hated that. I hated. <laughs> Holy the... shit! Are you telling me he ne- his suit never perceives Steppenwolf or anything else as right. a threat? Because I hated he had no controlling it then, right? I hated right. that but whole scene. That part I hated. With, but, with Superman uh, coming back, I hated it. My thing. Cuts. I'm glad you said that because I hated both of them. Well, that's the only thing I didn't like was that it was Cyborg that kicked it off because I thought it made more sense to me uh, if he doesn't have all of his memory and shit like that, right? Right. But if he saw Batman, that would have triggered aggression. That made sense. Yeah. Uh, So you didn't have to force Cyborg into some stupid shit. Exactly. Right. The other thing is, though, is that there's no fucking way, no fucking way that Bruce did not show up to that moment with a mm. pocket full of fucking kryptonite. Nope. There's no fucking <laughs> way. <laughs> He's like, you know what? That was I want, we need May, Superman. Uh, first released by uh, Spin Doctors. Was it? Yeah, the Spin Doctors. <laughs> I hate those guys. But... <laughs> He's like, Bruce is like, we're going to need Superman. You know, we need him. But at the same time, he's fucking, he's Batman. Yeah. He's going to be yeah. prepared for this shit to go sideways. Exactly. And he's going to be right out to the fucking T. Exactly. Just in case. I well, isn't this, that why he, uh, I need he this dog. And call it a big gun? Yeah, I, I need this dog, is, but, but, but he's on a leash. Exactly. Yeah. Uh Yes, he did. He did refer to Lois as the big gun, and and that was brilliant. But at the same time, I'm bringing Lois and the and the motherfucking Batmobile packed to the fucking hilt with fucking yeah. kryptonite, just yeah. in case. Yeah. And I'm not Batman, so yes. Batman is for damn sure doing that. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. I mean, my my take on this is there's a couple things. One is like I recognize fully that this was like a a confluence of you know hbo max wanting to get subscribers and covid like if this was like if we didn't have covid would they have done it i don't know right probably not probably not like given well also all the the fuckery with whedon and stuff coming out and this exactly but that was way but but they had already they 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 had already decided to do this long before it was determined that Joss Whedon and and here's the thing if you've been following like you knew like this whole sh- like what Charisma Carpenter went through on the on the on the 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 uh, when shooting Angel like I knew about that shit years ago like she mm. was not um she didn't come out exactly to say it but I knew I knew that he fucking fired her because she got pregnant and I felt like he was a piece right. of shit because of it. Um, yeah. So there's like a huge confluence of events that had to come together for this to happen. That being said, like, okay, so I, like, I'm a, like, like, Tom Chick, 
who's a he 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 works for quarter three. He's a video game reviewer, movie reviewer. Like he's my north star when it comes to like um, how I think about things critically, and uh, he's always said I would much prefer something that's interesting that doesn't necessarily accomplish what it set out to than mm-hmm. something that's like boilerplate that fucking nails it. Mm-hmm. And in this case, I would rather Zack Snyder get the opportunity to provide his vision for this film, even as flawed as it might be, or as amazing as it might be, I would rather we get to see that consistent um, piece of film mm-hmm. to, to, to weigh it on its merits than to get some hodgepodge thrown together. Yep. Um, and so I, I, I enjoyed this while I was watching it because it I knew this is what he intended. There was like a bunch of parts. Like I feel like this movie easily could have probably been three hours, cut out a bunch of stuff, and still been as impactful. I don't know, like, because my wife was like, you know, Lynn had said, if you had watched it as episodes, would you Mm. have enjoyed it more? And I said, no, because just like if you have, like, a long-running series and then maybe they spend an episode on, like, characters you don't care about or you just feel like they were kind of spinning their wheels, it's the same thing. There's a number of scenes in this where I felt like it just wasn't necessary. And not because people didn't do a good job, but I felt like it was kind of just, like, explaining stuff that we already had heard. And mm-hmm. so I feel like this could have been cut down to more uh, three hours, mind you, still a long time, but like a three-hour fucking absolute wall-to-wall banger of a movie at four hours. I don't know if I would watch it again. As a, as a series split up where I could say I'm going to make a playlist of episode one, episode two, episode four, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But there's like enough stuff in it in the middle, and you can just fast forward through it. But I feel like what happened was when he got the opportunity to make his vision, he was like, "I'm doing all of it," and it it still yep. felt like it needed some another like almost impartial person to say, "We don't need these scenes here. We don't need mm-hmm. these scenes here." Um. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think, but I, it makes know, me want to like, yeah, I, watch. I can, I can agree with that. Man Remember again. the epilogue itself was was like uh, what 30, 34, 35 30, minutes. Yeah, yeah, thirty five minutes. Yeah. So if yeah. you would have cut that out, right, mm-hmm. and cut out maybe I don't know twenty minutes more, then you have however long Endgame was. For comparison, right? Because like, like for sure. example, like yeah. after after they raised, uh, I don't remember when it was. After they saved people in Gotham, it was like a scene. Where like you know Barry and Aquaman are talking, and I'm like, ah, I I felt like they're just kind of saying stuff that we kind of already knew. Um, but you know that being said, like as much as I like, I look at you know the kind of the the discourse around the Snyder Cut uh, the same way I looked about you know I, I considered the discourse around um, the ending of Mass Effect Three, which is that. I just got tired of hearing about it. I felt like the people who were championing it the most were being not great about how they were doing it. Mm-hmm. And so the their criticisms of the game 
or in this case of the movie, were somewhat being drowned out by the methods some of the more zealous individuals chose sure. to talk sure. about it. Um, mm-hmm. I had issues with the ending of Mass Effect 3. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And knowing how... And I mean, it's unfortunate that the full story of how kind of Justice League came to be didn't come out until now. Um, you know, but I don't know if the, the folks that were being toxic about the Snyder Cut really fully knew it either. Um, right, exactly. And, no, absolutely not. And it, it, it's it. it's difficult, you know, when you, when you kind of love this stuff and engage with this stuff, um, it's difficult to separate the material from the people championing it. Like, I 100%, like, knowing what kind of Zach and Deborah went through with the loss of their daughter... And then just going, mm. knowing kind of like how Warner Brothers was being, to just be like, fuck it, we're not even going to fucking deal with it. Like, I totally get that. Right? Yep. You know, and so, and then yep. and then saying, hey, we have this version is more in line with what we want. And then, turns out, it's actually, a lot of it, it's pretty fucking good. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, but like, to yeah. separate that from the, the movement, and I use that word loosely, uh, to, to kind of bring it to light is difficult. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it as much as I did not, I wasn't a fan of some of the Snyder stuff, it actually makes me a little disappointed that we won't see where this would have gone. Exactly. And that's, yep. you know, I sent, I sent Mitch like a, a video, YouTube video, where I was like, this is what people should be saying to, uh, this is what Warner Brothers should like call Snyder and, uh, and, you know, be telling him. And I played that uh, that clip from Happy Gilmore where he's apologizing to Chubbs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I, so hard. <laughs> and I'm just loving the opinion. I'm like, look, okay. His vision of this, he clearly had, and all the stuff you read online about it too, right? He clearly had a plan. Right. And oh, yeah. and just to just to read about it, it would have been amazing. Right. Um, you know, I, and I'm, it's probably not going to happen, but I'm hoping that they, you know, I'm hoping that something happens, right. And they, you know, back up trucks full of money or whatever, you know, whatever. I feel like that, I feel like that has passed for both of them. And I don't, I don't blame either side. No, I don't blame either side either because they really put them through the, put them through the ringer and, yeah. you know, the cast and everything else. But I'm just saying on the off chance <laughs> if there's some off chance that right. you know he was still considered doing it, and you know they would yeah, come back and everything and everything like that, yeah. you know I know it's a long long shot, you know snowball's chance in hell or anything like that. I mean I would be right. all on board. I mean if they took the Snyder Cut right now today and released it in theaters, I would actually go see it. Absolutely. I don't and, know if fact, I I'm, see four hours. That's just I don't I know don't if I would. Out, man. It did not feel like four hours to me. No, it, it didn't. It, it did for me. Like it, there were parts of it that absolutely, I was like, "This just feels like it's, it, it, like it's un, like it, there are parts of it for me that dragged absolutely." And you know what you were talking about earlier, you know the the whole you know like Marvel versus DC, you know kind of thing. Um, but there there are know, parts of Endgame. That I well, felt I kind of had to talk with my kind of had to talk with my daughter, 
um, because I was like, hey, do you want to watch the the Snyder Cut with me? And she was like, but I like, she's like, but I'm a Marvel girl. I, I like Marvel. I was like, you can like both. She's like, really? I was like, yes. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, I was like, absolutely. I was like, I'm your dad. I was like, I buy you Batman comics when we go to second. I have, I have, I, I like, have, I, buy I have two. I have, I have a Batman tattoo. I have a Superman tattoo. I have a Spider Man. So technically, I have twice as many. I've, 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 I've marked my flat. I need to get a Moon Knight. Holy shit! I just realized that. Oh my oh, god! No, 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 no! I have a Captain America. I'm two and two. I just realized that I'm two. Yeah, and I was two. gonna say I watched you get a Captain America that. Yeah, you did. Goddamn right, you were there with me the whole her. time. I Fuck told yes. her. I was like, I was like, there's no. I was like, look, there's no limitations on on what you can like. I was like, I was like, you and I watch. You and I have been watching. Uh, what is it? Y- Young Justice. Uh, oh. It's it's not it's not Young Justice. It's uh, the superhero girls or something like that, where it's like the young. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. we've been watching that for family movie night the past like three weeks. Yeah. I was you like, know what? Invincible starts up this week. You can get her going on. Uh, is Invincible uh, Image? Or is why, that why uh, Dark Image? Why don't I just, image. Yeah. Image. Don't I just warm go. her up with the boys before that one? Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, Let's get but no, I was like, uh, and she's like, so I can watch The Flash? I was like, heck yeah, you can watch The Flash. I was oh, like, yeah. let me go upstairs and turn it on on your TV for you. You can watch the whole doggone thing. Season, I was like, season I was like, two? <laughs> season two of, first of all, season two of Arrow is like the fucking best. Yep. Yeah. With, she hasn't, with, she hasn't with, gotten Arrow yet, With uh, fucking Manu Bennett as Deathstroke? Are you fucking kidding yeah. me? Yep. Fucking amazing. Yep. And then... Every season of Legends of Tomorrow after season one, fucking chef's kiss. The emoji. only one I've seen. No, <laughs> it's one. so much better. Oh, my God. Every season of Legends of Tomorrow past season two, chef's kiss. It's fucking amazing. Like, but she was like, telling me like she's like a... Katie Waltz as, as... I mean, don't even get me started. Sweet Ray Ray. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't even... I can't even right now. Yeah. Well, my daughter's like, my friends are telling me it's either, you know, you have to watch one or the other. I was no, like, you nope. don't. I was, I was like, yeah, I was like, don't, I was like, don't listen to your friends. Listen to your dad. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. Your dad knows more. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was like, I was like, if you want to watch, I was like, you know, do you want to watch, you know, X-Men or something like that or, or, you know, whatever. I was like, just, it's like, just tell me. I was like, as long as it's not like, as long as it's like age appropriate and I think you can handle it. I was like, we'll sit down and watch it together. Goddamn! How I was like you know, Logan. I was like, you know, no, no she's not watching Logan. <laughs> she can handle Logan. How old is she? She's eleven. She can handle a couple f bombs. Logan's fine. It's not, it's not that she ended up crying. Uh, she should be true because it's fucking sad. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but I was like, I was like, you know, we go to the comic book store. I was like, I don't. I was like, if you say you want to read something, I was like, she has oh, clean you know, She has. Like, you know, she has Marvel, she has DC, she has Image. I was like, I mean, I mean, come on. If she wants to be like, scared, she should read Gail Simone's Clean Room. It's fucking terrifying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is not appropriate the, for. You know what? They got to start no. somewhere. That's but the true. only thing that the only thing there. On, <laughs> the only thing that I completely failed her on as a father, and I'm gonna have to live this down the rest of my life, is that she says she doesn't like Star Wars. And it just breaks my heart every day. I was like, I have killed him as a father. I, I was like, I, 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 <laughs> I, after Rise of Skywalker, I don't blame her. 
<laughs> but she honest. well, she likes she liked Force Awakens. She won't watch she won't she won't watch Last Jedi. She won't watch Rise of Skywalker. Why won't she watch Last Jedi? It's the best one. She um she liked she liked the original Star Wars. She liked Empire Strikes Back. She wouldn't watch Return of the Jedi for some reason. Uh, she won't watch the prequels. Well, good because they're shit. Yeah, don't, don't blame her. But, she, <laughs> but she's just like whenever I mention whenever I say something Star Wars, she's like, "When's the next Avatar coming out?" I was like, really? I don't, I was, "Jesus!" I'm like, this is like I was like, "It's just it's a shot in the heart." What about like, Rogue just, One? Just slink away. What about Rogue One? Rogue One's phenomenal. She was that, yeah, that's that's when she first started her. I don't want to watch Star Wars mm. thing. I couldn't get her. I couldn't get her to watch it. I'm like, "But Rogue One's awesome." She's like, oh, "I want to watch Avatar." Well, you know what? You should you should you should make her watch Rogue One and then transition right into Hannibal. (laughs) (laughs) Just just the full Mads Mikkelsen, the full Mads. You don't go the full Mads. Nobody goes. No, but but actually, she is uh, she's actually maybe about a third of the way through Last Jedi because what happens is when she won't get up in the morning when I ask her to, if I ask her like three times, I'll turn on her TV and I'll turn on Disney Plus and I'll turn on the Last Jedi. There you go. So then she'll she'll get up and I'll I'll put the remote across the room. So she'll get up and she'll realize it's Star Wars, <laughs> and then she'll start frantically searching for her remote, <laughs> and then she'll realize that she's up and she might as well start listening and get dressed and everything. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Well, that's proper parenting. That's right. uh, okay, so um, you know if you want to watch the Snyder Cut, obviously it's available on HBO Max. Um, there's they kind of got rid of the free preview, but I think if you have Hulu or YouTube TV, you can still do seven day. But here's what I would suggest, because Godzilla vs Kong comes out on March 31st, so. <laughs> You might as well just go ahead and keep your subscription, you, even if or, you do it one month, because you get because you get Justice League, you get Godzilla vs Kong, and you get Mortal Kombat, which comes out April like fifteenth or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but if you right. only wanted to do two, then you yeah. could, you know, whatever. You could, if you wanted to do your seven day trial to do the two. Uh, go ahead and do one month. <laughs> well, well you could wait. Cool. You could wait until Mortal Kombat and then do all three. But. Um, <laughs> So, uh, you know, Jace, thank you so much for for joining us. Obviously, you're welcome anytime. Mm-hmm. It's always a good time to, to have sure. you on the show. Um, our next episode, uh, we're super excited. We're going to have, you know, obviously, you know, Godzilla vs. Kong. We're also going to have Honeydew, which we're very excited mm-hmm. to watch. Um, and then we'll see kind of what else. Uh, by that time, maybe Outriders will have had Game Pass, but I feel like we played enough Outriders at this point where you're going to know. Uh, yeah, we stand. But, uh, hey, uh, don't forget the uh, don't forget the mo- the other movie I sent to you guys is Q Flinch. Yeah, Flinch. Yeah, and I have I have a bunch I of other to stuff to watch too. Um, so, but uh, this has been episode oh shit, what is it? One seventeen. Thank you, sir. Uh, episode one hundred seventeen. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we look forward to spending some more time with you in the next two weeks for myself mitch jace level playing field go check it out uh we we uh thank you for uh spending some time with us and we hope you have a great rest of your evening so for myself and the three of us thank you so much and uh, we will talk to you soon so good night and have a good evening <laughs>